0: we are to be one in mind body and spirit that is how he created us we are honoring him when we take care of our body that he gifted us with it is a temple in which we should treat with respect and honor
1: Hey there, I'm Victoria, a certified Christian life coach, author, motivational speaker, and university educator, and I am obsessed with helping you navigate through life's ups and downs so that you can live day by day in God's peace despite the many external demands on your time and energy. The Choose to Think Inspirational podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement as a Christ follower. On the show, I'll help you connect the dots between your faith and your life in practical, meaningful ways while giving God room to do what only He can do and so that you can shine your light for Christ and be better equipped to serve your family and help others around you. You can change every area of your life one thought at a time. Welcome back to the Choose to Think inspirational podcast, Brain Changer. Let's dive in. everybody and welcome or welcome back to the choose to think inspirational podcast on the show today we have coach paula toby she is a certified life and health transformation coach speaker author and leader more than that she's a collaborator challenging and motivating women to find the healthiest, best version of themselves. She works with clients and groups by leading challenges and boot camps on nutrition and movement. And she also helps those who need one-on-one guidance with food and health issues. Coach Paula helps people solve the problem of chronic Health conditions, and that's a little bit of what we're going to talk about on the show today, that have not been fixed with a traditional doctor, such as food sensitivity testing for those with autoimmune, diabetes, non genetic cancers, et cetera. She understands that people living with these conditions are tired, frustrated, scared, and overwhelmed, and that most doctors do not take the time or even understand how to solve these gut related problems. You know, this is a great time of the year to be airing this episode because many of you may be on a real bandwagon right now. You're like, you know, I just got through the holidays and now I really want to kind of take back the reins on my own physical and emotional health, a spiritual health. There we talk about the five different areas that she actually promotes in her book which is called Phenomenal Mom and then five steps to a healthier life. So those five issues um, we talk about in the show toward the end of the interview. So you'll want to stay tuned to that. But the bulk of our conversation was really about gut health and brain health and the connection between the two of them. It's just fascinating to me that what you eat matters so much, matters what we consume. Spiritually, it matters what we consume, right? What we're looking at, what we're listening to, and physically, it matters what we consume, what we're literally putting into our mouths. So her story is one that should really give you a charge, give you a little bit of energy and desire, and maybe even motivation to take that next step toward optimal physical and emotional health and well-being. So without further ado, here is Coach Paula. Well, welcome, Paula, to the Choose to Think podcast. We're so happy that you're here.
0: Thank you. I'm super excited to be here.
1: Yeah. You know, this is a topic that I absolutely love to discuss. A lot of times the returning listeners or viewers on YouTube, they know that we talk a lot about our thoughts, taking thoughts captive, the, the whole emotions, our mind, all of that. And today we get to talk about something that's related in a way, but is so fascinating to me. It's the brain gut connection. And I can't wait to kind of unpack some of that because one of the things that you teach about and you coach about would be actually understanding how your gut health impacts or affects your mental health. So let's just start there and share with the audience what you would like them to know about that connection.
0: Sure. So I started actually researching it in 2017. My mom was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. And if Mm. you know anything about that disease, it is deadly. It is one of the one of the main deadliest ones. It's mostly because um, when it gets into the pancreas, it is too late to operate. And many organs have been affected by that point. And the main reason why it's scary is because the quote unquote symptoms are considered kind of normal. They are things like diabetes, high blood pressure, depression, pain, GI pain, things like IBS, and, mm-hmm. and doctors often write it off. And so I started doing a lot of research. I already had started in 2010 when my own health issues started becoming a problem. And I had to go gluten-free, corn-free, spinach-free, all kinds of things that are healthy, oats. Um, there was a number of things I couldn't have. Coffee, they all contributed yeah. to chronic migraines joint pain, inflammation, and IBS. And all of those things in combination made it very difficult for me to continue teaching. I was a kindergarten teacher, I loved it. It did not love me until I got myself healthy. And what that meant was uh, removing problematic foods. And once I did that, my problems pretty much immediately went away. The inflammation subsided and I was able to lead a more happy, healthy life. I was a better mom to my kids. I was able to function normally. I started teaching back again part-time, yeah. So that's when all of my research began. However, it took a huge turn in 2017 when my mom was diagnosed with cancer and I realized that almost all of the things were actually related and it all had to do with gut health. And that's actually where it started. It's where my problems started. It's where her problems started. And then I learned that genetically, that's where a lot of families have issues. So I already was working with clients, let's say that have celiac disease. Well, that they have known is hereditary. They haven't made the link and connection to the masses about other things and pancreatic cancer, Uh, essentially is one of those. It also is a gene that you can inherit as well. There are two versions of it. You can get it from lifestyle and genetics through core health and lifestyle that way, or an actual gene, kind of like the gene for Down syndrome. It's a gene mutation. Upon all of that research, when I got down to the root of it, it was all gut health. In retrospect, what i learned was that like myself when i changed my health i could think more clearly i had a much better attitude i was you know vibrant and lively again yes i lost some a little bit of weight it, my weight wasn't really ever a huge uh, factor for me but it was essentially inflammation just small amounts um, but when once that went down, and again, I was able to think more clearly, a lot of the symptoms that I had had really significantly subsided. That's really what started my journey, and it had to do with research. And as a teacher, um, I was already interested in learning and, you know, all True. of that. However, it just became a non-negotiable for me at that time, and I just, it, it it consumed me. But I realized that I had to turn my pain into purpose, and so therefore, I needed to educate others.
1: So that's where we are now. What a story. I so admire you for kind of saying, okay, this is the issue. And nowadays, thank goodness, we can research relatively easily, even peer-reviewed research. It's available at our fingertips. And you've transferred that into kind of saying, by golly, I will do something about this. I was recently diagnosed with osteoporosis, which just blew my mind because I'm very healthy and I exercise a lot. I do a lot of things, quote unquote, right However, mm-hmm. my diet was lacking and I did not want to take the medicines. I kind of just said no to that. So my doctor and I worked out a plan. I, I radically changed my diet. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that my bones are, they're growing, they're stronger than ever. And that next DEXA scan that I have is going to show such improvement. I have no they're doubt. Well, I, I have no doubt. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very excited about that because that was not terribly difficult changes for me to make. It was relatively Mm -hmm. easy for me to make Mm -hmm. these changes. There's hope in that case. But let's go back then to gut health. What does that even mean? What is (laughs) gut
0: health? It's really kind of tricky yet simple at the same time. So essentially, what it is is eating foods and um, eliminating a lot of toxins, what that does is help keep the gut healthy. And how the gut stays healthy or how it lives in a healthy environment is microbes, is actually trillions and trillions of bacterial microbes that live in our gut. And we need a he- healthy balance of both good bacteria and bad bacteria. And Often, when people are on a lot of drugs, and I mean pharmaceutical drugs, I don't mean mm-hmm. <laughs> the <Gotcha>. counter. <laughs> right. Um, when we are on things to help, you know, prevent viruses and all that kind of stuff, they actually suppress the gut microbes, and they they kill off the bad bacteria. And what that does is create a um, in you know in equal amount of Healthy bacteria, you need more of a, an even amount. And so, if you're taking antibiotics and not supplementing with probiotics, then you have that uneven amount. Mm-hmm. And what that does is cause inflammation and it causes other issues to start spinning off because of the imbalance in the um, microbiome. And the gut, the microbiome is meant for like I said, all of this bacteria to thrive and grow. And it is our job to get vitamins and minerals and nutrients from our foods and supplements because our foods today do not contain enough. So we really need supplementation um, to help keep that in check and in balance. And so when we do supplement and when we do eat a good amount of vitamins and minerals and all of the other things that come in vegetables, fruits and vegetables predominantly, uh, then we are much better off in setting our gut up to be in a healthy state. So that in a nutshell is what it is. Mm, So
1: good and easy to understand. And we hear hear a lot nowadays about prebiotics and probiotics. What is Mm -hmm. the difference between the two?
0: So pre is kind of a uh, like it sounds, a beforehand um, getting the body ready, and so it helps kind of flush some of the toxins out early on. Um, they and and the forms that that comes in sometimes are things that you see over the counter, like Benefiber. That is a prebiotic, um, and it helps. You know, you can put that in things like coffee or water or whatever. Um, and it just helps kind of flush things around and, and get it moving, right? So it kind of does the pre-work. And then the um the probiotic comes in and does more of like the healing aspect and it does more of the fortifying. So um all of these little um, if you think of like these little fingers or like little grasses that are growing in your gut. Um, it helps to strengthen those. And so, and then so do the vitamins and minerals and stuff in our foods. There are many over the counter ones um, that are essential. Um, y- what you w- would want to look for in probiotics are things that have a high, and they use the word billion, um, high uh, CFU. Number and so something like five billion CFUs is kind of like a mandatory; like everybody should be at least getting five billion CFUs. Now, the higher the number, um, basically, the more you need to repair the gut. So when I was at my sickest in 2010, I needed a hundred billion. CFUs in a probiotic. So I had to specially order this special kind of pro- probiotic. And over time, as my gut healed, I was able to decrease the number of CFUs um, you know, by the billion and then just get it in a in a healthier state.
1: What are some common sources of probiotics? I mean, I'm thinking of things in like Yeah, like i mean is yogurt and kombucha and all of those sorts of things
0: those are fabulous yes spinach and broccoli are very high also Mm -hmm. so in the things that we are eating um that which is why i said um, the foods that we eat are almost enough but when we also supplement with vitamins you know then that adds just a little bit more so that's why we actually need it because our food has been modified over time and not always organically grown in the best environment. So I live in Houston, Texas. We had a a drought this last year and a lot of plants and things died, right? So if I was trying to grow a garden to sell my crops, I would not have great things to sell right now because that's what we got, right? And if I had been able to enrich my garden with all of this great soil and all of this good stuff, crops would have done better, right? So that's what we're kind of forced to do. However, I think that over time, regulations and and all of that stuff and the soil itself has changed. So therefore we're not getting what used to be a long time ago, as far as the nutrients out of our food, which is one of the main reasons why they say we need to supplement.
1: It's high time to elevate your love and faith with Pickleball Passion, a marriage devotional. Strengthen your connection on and off the court in just 21 days. Each day's devotion guides you to a deeper, more fulfilling marriage and offers you tips and tricks while playing pickleball together, whether you're a seasoned pickleball enthusiast or just starting out. This devotional is your ticket to a joyful journey of love and faith. Order now and make 2024 the year your relationship thrives and you level up your game. let's kind of peel this back just a little bit. And if we could give our audience, like these are the five things that you need to do Mm -hmm. to have healthy, a healthy gut. Because if you have a healthy gut, you're going to have a healthy brain. It's so deeply connected. And we'll get into some of the mind connection here in a moment. But what might be, Paula, just five must do's and it could be something you must stop taking, something you must, mm-hmm. or ingesting, and something you must then take or consume. And yes. you've given a few of those. Sure. But yeah. how would you guide us in that?
0: Absolutely. So I would start must do water. Water is the ultimate flusher outer. <laughs> right here. Yes, ma'am. I got it. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. I, I have multiple going. Um, I, These are my home ones. And then I have my those that I take on the road. Yes, um, ma'am yes and um i have to say that what most people don't realize is how much is really needed so the best number to go by they used to say eight glasses or whatever but the best number to go by is half your body weight in ounces so if you weigh 200 pounds you need 100 ounces of water um and Some refrigerators today, like mine actually does count the number so I can fill certain glasses and know how much I'm getting. Although you can also on your Amazon order, you know, it has a lot of the numbers on them, um, but you can order them and and keep track. Um, But definitely drinking enough water is the first thing. The second thing would be to um, reduce sugar and carbohydrates. So those two go hand in hand. Carbohydrates contain sugar and sugar and carbohydrate, you know, an overabundance of the two. For some people, it is, they feel it in in their low back. That's very, very common as you get older. Neck pain, all that kind of stuff as well. Where you know it starts to get to be kind of strange is when it's, Uh, more odd places that you wouldn't normally think of to have pain. And that's sometimes an an indicator. So something that wouldn't normally be bothersome, like uh, in your hip or in your elbow, the the tennis elbow, you know, stuff like that just means that there's probably more inflammation going on. So Mm. other ways to get rid of the inflammation is to reduce, you know, reduce sugar, drink more water.
1: Can I just pause on that too here, Paula, about the sugar, Uh what sugar quote substitutes would we use? Are we using monk fruit, the sugar alcohols? What are good selections in your opinion?
0: Sure. So, um, plant-based sugars, like you said, monk fruit is, is, is good. Um, Stevia is a good product that comes both in powder and liquid form Um, i particularly like to use uh, stevia drops and so if i want to have like lemonade i make my own lemonade with lemon water lemon water and then a drop of stevia and it sweetens it up just enough that it's not overly sour it's a good healthy lemonade and you don't need all the other kinds of sugar or you don't need packaged You know, lemonade drink mixes, really, those are the three ingredients that you need. And it tastes amazing and lemon is an excellent tool to detox. And so it helps clean out all of the things as well. So likewise with water, lemon lemonade is an excellent product to use for that as well.
1: Do you count that as water? as part of your water intake if you're adding the stevia and lemon juice to it
0: as i'm getting closer yes i do because it's not that far from just water right the more you modify it yeah so i would not count anything like coffee because although it is water and you know the 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 grounds um has caffeine in it. And that kind of does the adverse in that it, it uh, dehydrates you. It takes the the good healthiness in water and it as a dehydrant, same with alcohol and the sugar in alcohol, it is a, an opposing thing. So so those two things are not the best choices as far as wanting to to clean up the gut and all of that. So those would be some don't do's.
1: <laughs> okay, so we have, let's go back. We have yes. number one, drink water. Number yes. Two, reduce the sugar and carbs. Yes. What about? Yes. And I'm still on number two because I'm on the whole sugar uh-huh. thing. What about yeah. something like dried fruit, raisins, and things that are naturally yeah. sweet? Where do you put those? Does Does that inflame also those kinds of dried like dried it's, fruit?
0: Right. I would say for for some individuals, yes, and for others, no. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's makeup is different. I was highly sensitive at one time. To grapes, and so a raisin would have bothered me, and I would have had to not have that because it comes from grape. However, as my gut healed and I was able to get rid of all of that stuff, I later was able to have grapes and raisins, no problem. That time I was not, and so that's how I know that you know, a hundred percent, your body changes over time and adapts and heals and when you are very inflamed and you have a lot of issues going on like i did you know like i said migraines joint pain ids a whole list of things that means my body was you know in a huge inflammatory state so there was a ton of foods that were reactive to me at the time Mm -hmm. then later after i healed everything up i would individually introduce and i would try something three times to make sure if it if it caused an issue and if it did not i would continue eating it and then if it started you know causing an issue in, in you know in the future then i would put it back down again so it's a it's a literally guessing game constantly but how we stay more in a homeostasis state is reducing the sugar and the carbohydrates mm. um because they are what caused the issues to go up and up and up Gotcha. And
1: so I don't know if you want avoiding caffeine on the list. Do you want that on the list? Like we're doing oh, the top the, five the, things to right, do or not right.
0: do? Yes. I would say those are would be your no's and you can group them together because they are similar in that way. Oh, I They're see. They're dehydrants. Yes. Okay. So those would be some don't do's. If you're going to do it, I would say limit it to one, right? Like do it okay. in moderation. So we have those three I would say number four would be good good old fashioned movement, honestly, just regular old walking and it can be as like if someone has extra weight on and it's hard for them to be very mobile and nimble, then a ten minute walk is good. It really is if you if you're having issues with inflammation and you know, and um if someone is overweight or you know diabetic or whatever, 10 minutes probably could be good for someone in that point. If someone is only let's say 20 or so pounds, then you know fifteen to 20 minutes might be plenty. But if someone is reasonably, you know within 12 pounds or so you know of, of maybe their body's ideal weight, then it, it it would require a little bit more time. Um, and a little bit more exercise to keep that c- continuous um, movement going. But it can be as simple as literally just walking. Um, and so if someone were to run or you know do, do something more um, cardiovascular, that will help. Now, the other thing as women we need to remember is the importance of muscle building and mm-hmm. lifting weights, because that does also go a very long way in helping reduce weight and inflammation and at the same time building the muscle in our bones and strengthening things the last one would be more important than not sleep people don't give sleep enough credit and the reason is because that restorative period is when your body regenerates and that is when they say the gut actually has time to start healing. It takes time and it takes no stuff going in and it takes the digestive process time to move without food going in. So time is really important for our gut to start healing. And so the more sleep we can get, not only does that affect us in lots of other ways, and we're gonna talk about that in a minute, with our mental health and our all that on the brain end but our body as well it just needs time
1: very good and Love for
0: adults it. yeah and for adults it would be seven to nine hours is what they recommend for children it definitely would be you know 10 to 12. Mm-hmm.
1: so yeah so good such really relatively easy things inexpensive things that we can do water exercising, simple walking, not difficult to do some of these things. So thank you for that list. That's so very helpful. And yes, let's move on into the mental or brain connection. do you want to talk about the vagus nerve a little bit
0: so i like talking about this however i i feel like sometimes it makes people shy away like it sounds nerdy and scary and all that stuff the best way to kind of think about it you know when you're imagining your brain and, and and the brain's purpose and the brain itself um it is a muscle and an organ just like everything else in our body and just like all of those things, what it needs is water. It needs sleep. It needs all of the same things, you know, the vitamins and the minerals. So that's why there is an absolute correlation with the gut and the brain because it is also the same mechanism. It, it works exactly like all of the others. And so it doesn't take a lot of knowledge for us to realize what we can do to make that healthier as well. When we eat well, exercise, drink water and get sleep, like those, that's the foundational formula. And on my podcast, that's exactly the kinds of things that I talk about, the foundational formula. is super simple. In our society today, we don't honor ourselves enough to do it regularly enough. And so therefore, it. It, it you know it kind of over time goes to the wayside, right. and so our you know vagus nerve and all of the other components in the brain essentially over time start to lose their muscular power atrophy right if you think of a muscle, if you don't work it out, it atrophies our brain is exactly the same way. The things that we can do, and they tell this often to older adults are you know doing puzzles and doing, you know, small little activities to keep our brains stimulated, constantly learning, listening to podcasts, you know, things like that, that really help us stay with it and work out our muscle are how we do it. And when we think of it like a muscle, like all of our others, it's pretty easy to take care of.
1: You know, that's so good and so easy to understand. And thank you for kind of de-nerding that for us.
0: Yes. (laughs) But
1: I I can remember though, Paula, when I discovered that there were neurons in your gut, that just blew my mind. Mm. I thought, what? There are neurons in your gut and there are a lot of them because they even call it like your, your second brain, you know, the whole, that whole track. And it's just fascinating to me. And then I, I want to take just a moment to also segue into, and you mentioned this uh, earlier a moment ago about you begin to notice clarity of mind and, you know, the Bible tells mm. us that we actually have the mind of Christ. And I know that's a teeny mm-hmm. bit different, but as we're taking care of this mm-hmm. temple where the Holy Spirit resides, yes, the thought that we can have the mind of Christ in all of this is just mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. And I- Could you even maybe connect the dots between our physical health and well-being Mm -hmm. and the spiritual side of things?
0: Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics, mainly because he gave us our body, our brain, our gut, all of our things, right? We know this because of this. And he created us in his image. He knows what is best. And although he has laid out for us In his manual, our guidebook, we don't always uh, read between the lines and we don't always pick up on what one might consider to be obvious. The book of Daniel is actually the best diet you could ever go on. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) look up Rick Warren, The Daniel Plan and it is a wealth of information. He is a a pastor in California, and he learned a lot about the book of Daniel and eating the way that they did back in the Bible. Um, It is simplistic. It is easy to follow-ish. I I would say not necessarily in today's lifestyle, but if you consume those things, you will be healthy. Let's put it it that way. In today's world, it's a little harder to pull off in congruence with itself, with each other, every part is made up of other parts that are to work together for good, right? We are to be one in mind, body and spirit. That is how he created us. And so we are actually honoring him. When we take care of our body that he gifted us with. And like you said, temple, it is a temple in which we should treat with respect and honor, and by sleeping and drinking water and filling it with healthy nutrients, that is how we are, and exercising, that is how we are honoring that temple. We're taking care of it. If it were our house, that's how we would be cleaning it up, right? Um, That is what he designed for us to do. What happens in today's world is, we accidentally forget in our busyness. It's not on purpose. We don't do it to be dishonoring to God. I'm not sitting here eating loaves of bread to upset my God. I'm not, I'm not thinking. What we can do is be cognizant. What we can do is read and research. What we can do is think a little bit outside of ourselves at the moment and think a little longer term as far as health and wellness in mind in body and in spirit because he is the three in one he created us in that way with those three things in mind Hmm. and when we do that we're honoring him
1: i love that and i love how you've tied all of this together i want to just briefly, as we're wrapping up here, Paula, look at your book. I have a copy of Phenomenal Mom, and there's a page. I'll just sh- share that page even that actually talks about what you're talking about this. You use a star. I'll explain it or describe it. You use a star with five mm-hmm. tips, and mm-hmm. one would be physical health. And that's what we're talking about, the the brain, gut, health taking good care of our temple you go into emotional health and we're talking about we don't want to just focus on one of these star tips we want all of them this holistic approach because there's a connection anyway between our your physical health and your emotional health and then you have educational health spiritual health again Mm -hmm. and then financial health So just real quick, just for a plug for your book, do you wanna say a few things about what made you write this book?
0: Sure, so this was my journey as a mom. And these were five aha lessons that I was learning kind of at the same time. Around when my girls were preschoolers, I had stopped teaching full-time. I was teaching part-time and I was working at a health club. And when that health club closed, I got life coached. I was like, what am I going to do now? You know, I still knew I wanted to teach and I was still teaching part-time, but I had to kind of figure all that out. In the meantime, I was struggling with my health. I was, you know, kind of coming out of a lot of brain fog that I had with my kids. And again, that was poor gut health. A lot of moms who don't, you know, who have had babies and whatever, don't get a lot of great sleep and maybe aren't eating the best. They're on the go. They suffer from brain fog. This is a common occurrence. These are the kinds of things that were becoming like in my face, ah aha's. And I was realizing, oh my goodness, this is all related. And then I took a Dave Ramsey class at church and he mentioned these five things in his book on finance. And I was like, whoa, God woke me up in the middle of the night a vision. And it was this star. And he said, you are to be a teacher. And you are to teach these things. Mm. And I was like, what? What? I am no expert. I, I was just starting to learn. But also know that he qualifies the call, and he gave me that call. That's what that knock was. He was calling me out of sleep to start teaching women how to live healthier more balanced lives and when they do that they are honoring god in mind body spirit and that is that wellness that complete picture that we're talking about my finances were getting better i was learning how to you know do all of that stuff i was learning how to um you know make connections between the gut and the brain and i was learning things and i was growing and I was investing in myself and that was what pushed me aside and even beyond is because I started putting my needs higher up on the list, realizing, wow, I have work to do. And God was directly speaking to me, telling me, this is what you're going to do. And I just started honoring him, taking one baby step at a time, one step in front of the other. And that's what led me on the journey. But then after my mom passed in 2017 was when the book was like, that's it. I cannot let this written. I just couldn't let it sit on the shelf any longer. I knew at that point, God was saying to me, no longer is this sitting in your computer. It is doing no good here. You, my friend, <laughs> need to do this. And I just had to find kind of the right format. And then I read a book that was that aha format, that cold a little bit of her story and a little bit of teaching and a little bit of re- reflection. And once I had that format, I was like, oh, this is great. And I typed that book up and sent it out. I did it in a month. <laughs>
1: wow. That's amazing. But I
0: had, I knew, yes, but it was all, it was all from God and it was all just simple lessons that seemed too too big and too, let's just say sciency, right? Right. But I knew that moms like me needed that information. And if I could t- teach it to them in a simple way that they could understand and apply to their life, then they would feel successful and they could start taking those baby steps. Mm. And that was the journey I was going on. And I was like, okay, I'm, this is my job. This is what I'm going to be doing. So it is. Yeah. And, and, and the book was birthed in May. That was when it hit Amazon. I've been, you know, selling it since I did a little, um, Black Friday sale and gave some copies away for free, which was awesome. Nice. And I think twice a year that's gonna be my plan because women need this book that badly. It is really helpful. And it's not just for moms. I I do wanna be clear about that. This book is for women of all ages and stages, specifically when you're going through a time of transition. Um, And the reason why I like it for that is it gives you the opportunity to do a little bit of reflecting. So Mm. I do a teaching talking point, I do a personal story, and then I ask a question. And I did that very intentionally. So it's not about me. It's never, ever been about me. It has wanted me to use this as a resource from the beginning. That's why it wasn't Paula a Toby book. Like, I, no, right. I, no one's going to buy that except for five people in my family. Okay. <laughs> like, right. It's not about that. It's about me using what God taught me to enrich and build and, and, and care for and love on other women to health and wellness in a new way. That's mm. what it's about.
1: Amen. That's wonderfully said. So how can everyone reach out to you, Paula, or get a hold of your book? I know you mentioned Amazon, but where should they go? Yes.
0: Yes, so it is on Amazon. It's also on my website and that's just my name, Paula Toby, P-A-U-L-A-T-O-B-E-Y. Com. that's simple. Um, And I offer life and health transformation coaching. I offer groups and one-on-one. I'm building a community here in January for uh, newer entrepreneurs that are looking to put themselves a little higher on the list because You know it's that woman who's driven and has an agenda and a busy life that eh, doesn't always make the time for her and she is the person that i want to honor and and help and guide and mentor i am building a community for women entrepreneurs to do a little bit more personal development and growth and focusing on them and again it's just these five simple things that we focus on they're not hard it's not rocket science it seems like it is but when you break it down it's very simple and Mm. again when we do that we're honoring not only ourselves but our creator who put us here in the first place
1: Mm. that's good i love the community aspect because Tackling some of those five different issues, it's so nice to have Mm -hmm. accountability and encouragement. Mm -hmm. You know, as you're all kind of running in the same direction. So, thank you so much, so much Paula, for for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. This is wonderful.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And and I have to say, it's so wonderful to find other women, other podcasters, and people out there. You know, doing the same kinds of thing, building up other people and you know helping them to spread their messages i do believe that that is what god created this for um you know he he wants us to be in community with one another and this kind of community is exactly the place that i want to be so Mm -hmm. i'm just so appreciative to be here
1: That's a wrap, brain changer. And listen, if you like what you hear, would you leave us a one to two sentence review at Apple Podcasts, share the link with a friend, or tag me on your share on social media? It would mean the world to me and would help us to keep shining the light of Christ and sharing the good news to others who are in need of encouragement. Please visit us on our website at choose to think.co. That's with the number two, choose to think.co. To get on our monthly newsletter list. And if you need a guest speaker for your next women's retreat or church event, I'm your gal. Email Me at choose to think at gmail.com, and that's with the number two choose to think at gmail.com. Finally, I offer limited free mentoring sessions each month where you and I can chat to help you develop a strategy for your thoughts in any area of your life. I'm a certified life coach, and I have something to share. Visit choose2think.co and click on mentoring for more details. Also, keep in mind that the messages on this show are for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your medical doctor for all medical issues. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you.